Artie was tired. Old as dirt, squeaky as a rat, slow like old oil, and nearly blind. He'd been keeping his custodial rounds for hundreds of years and taking naps when he could. Sometimes he barely made it back to his changing station. Today he had scheduled an inspection of the reactor core control room. He didn't know why they even had a reactor in a hydroelectric dam, but nobody paid him to design anything. He was just a robot, made to clean and visit dead people and clean up the odd rat dropping or sprinkle of dust. There weren't even maggots anymore. So boring. If only Crandall would get out of the damn transition room, they could have a good time just hanging out and sharing stories. Maybe today he'll come out. A droid can dream. It was almost like you became the leader. Once Hezekiah got sucked up by the lady vampire and out the top through the glass, it was like somebody had to step up, you know this world, and you just kind of fell right into it. It was like the moment you chose to turn on the vampires, you just did the right thing for some reason. And yeah, now you're leading the team down the stairs to get away from the imminent explosion. Yeah, we better get the fuck out of here. Alexa, give me a uh, a flip. It's going to be... Is there a survival stat, like skill? Yeah, there is. I have a mastery in it. I'm really good at surviving. All right. This is going to be brawn. brawn. Let's add brawn and presence. All right. This is basically how quickly you'll recover from being unconscious. And uh, am I fully healed? No, you're at one. You're at two. Okay. So I know I get an extra flip if I'm fully healed. Right, you're injured. That's yeah. Five. So you get five cards. Let me. Uh, and you're the first flip of the session, so I'll give you another one. Uh, so. So we did some flips. How did you do? I got the king and queen of hearts. I know there's one queen that's supposed to be significant, but I can't remember which one. It's totally the queen of hearts, right? Or is it oh, queen wow. of diamonds? Maybe it's queen of diamonds. Shit. Sorry, let me. I gotta check it. No, it's, it's queen of hearts. Yeah, okay, rad. I have it on my character sheet. Awesome, awesome. So the uh, uh, the new rule for Space Kings 8.0 is that uh, charm starts at one and then you get, so you get whatever your your charm number is plus one. So um, what is Alexa's charm? Two. Okay, so that'll be three plus whatever other successes you got. Okay. So that's uh, five. You got five successes? That's fucking great. You could describe to me what it's like to like recover from total unconsciousness, like 
in almost the blink of an eye, like halfway down the stairs, you're like, you're good to go. And it had to do with Shauna's prayer, you think? But I don't know. Are Mm -hmm. you an atheist? I don't know. This might be complicated. No, I wouldn't say atheist. More like agnostic. So you just got some proof of some divine shit, bro. Cool. I mean, Alexa. (laughs) I know. Uh, So as soon as you uh, come to uh, Alexa, you see that Lupe is carrying her dead sister and Louie is like telling you all to run down the stairs as fast as you can because he just threw a bomb into a place with six big explosive devices. Okay. Boom. In the room. Um, Like jam. And I'm being carried by Sharna. Yes. And as soon as you wake up, she realizes you can help run and she can let go of you once you get your run together. Cool. But seeing how it's easier and I'm me, I'll Mm -hmm. fly. Oh, fuck yeah. Do you take her with you or do you let go? Sure. She did me a solid. Hell yeah. I'll uh, uh, grab a hold of her from the back and... Uh, lift her up in the air with me. Uh, she laughs and 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 like uh, kind of wraps one shin around one of your legs so she can like lift up the stair that she was on, and she shouts into your ear as you go down under the the low ceiling above the stairs. This may be sorcery, but I did just bring you back to life. I'll let it go this time, and she chuckles. Me too. Shut up, shut up. Let's leave, let's leave, let's leave, let's leave, let's leave. Louie, you can pass the whole group and go down and around the corner. You can stay above the group to guide them like a sheepdog. How do you want to play this? Yeah, I'm in front. Okay, you oh, race man. past everyone. And uh, so only Alexa and Shauna are ahead of you. Lupe is probably in the back trying to like, because her sister is a little heavier and she's like a little kind of smaller person. Mm-hmm. And so she's like lugging her down and her feet are banging on each stair. It's pretty fucked up. Would I have noticed this as I woke up? Um, You were farther down, so I don't... I. You did notice, though, that she was carrying her dead sister, though, so I guess you could put Shauna down and grab the two of them if you want. <laughs> or, like, double back like Peter Pan or Harry Potter on a broom or something. Well, I think about Shauna and the unconscious or the, the corpse. So you're going to set down Shauna and take the corpse? Why not do both? I'm going to make you do a flip just because that's a little harder. All right. I, you uh, could drop Shauna too. She she could just uh, run down the rest of the stairs. Yeah, uh, Jack of Spades. That's nothing. <laughs> oh, What's the flip. The, the flip. What do we call this? Um, yeah, you know what? One success is fine. Uh, uh, so yeah, you you lift the corpse out of Lupe's arms, and she's in. 100% complete shock. Like she's just dazed. Like she doesn't even resist and she keeps uh, sort of going down. Who is right in front of her? It's whoever's carrying Mr. X. I think it's Seraph. Alexa's not being carried. Wait, I thought Seraph was helping Magnus. 
Oh, Seraph is helping Magnus. Who was on? Uh, who was on Mister X's corpse? There was one other person there. It must be Seraph. Oh yeah, Seraph. Um, so Seraph realizes that Mister X is dead, and she goes, uh, "Louis, Louis, hold on!" And she uh, just looks down through all his gear and like yanks off a weapon harness and like pulls a big ass like punch knife out from his boot kind of looks at his boots thinking about that and then shakes her head and grabs his beret and his cross necklace and comes racing down the steps behind you what what the heck what do you got what's going on he had all kinds of weapons this guy was set uh yeah let's cut to adam i'm here Hey, Adam. Hello. Welcome back to the show. This is so great. Uh, have you been on a group episode yet? No. Okay, this is your first time. So let's, uh, for the listener, have you meet everyone. Uh, listener, this is Adam from Seattle. He's a fan of the Smash Fiction podcast. I believe uh, the Unspoiled Network fan over there as well. Um, so, yeah. That's how I met you. Introduce yourself <laughs> to the others, I, if you um, will. I'm Adam. I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Hi, Whatever Adam. you like. Whatever you like. Um, I guess I'm I am a, a podcaster, kind of. I have a few podcasts, but they're not very like exciting. It's just my wife and I talk about cheeseburgers, and then my friends and I make custom magic cards. Cool. That's really cool. If you like One either of those things, you can look them up. Hey, Crandall. Yes. Here's the deal. You've been in this white painted concrete room for a goodly amount of years. Uh, Door to the power core. It's like a steel blast door painted white with like red writing that says, you know, do not enter under any circumstances like protocol, blah, blah, blah. And then you pretty much stand near the glass, which is like one of those like triple pane, super thick poly, whatever, with those lines through it, whatever those do. Mm. And you can see the red painted control room. There's a corpse in the seat and like the red door off kind of it's directly across from the, the door into there. And you've been here for who knows how long. And it's then that you see a uh, a sort of red kind of cone-shaped thing with like a little turny wheel on top of it. And it ha- seems that it's almost like black glass, like eyes around it. And then a long uh, crinkly wire that's that's clearly an antenna. And then at the bottom, it's got all these weird little arms. And right now, they're all together holding what looks like a broom. Uh, It's about three feet tall, and it comes into the room, and it's like sweeping. Hello there. It stops and looks up at you, and the wheel kind of can tilt up like, you know, a person's head. (laughs) And then the wheel spins like a couple times. Its memory is so poor. This happens every single time you see this thing. You call him Artie. You can't remember Artie. his name. So 
So is this um, something that I'm familiar with from before or is this a new thing? Absolutely. No, it was, it, it started losing its mind even before the bombs, you know, the shutdown. Okay. So it was one of the robots you saw like off in different offices as you ran and it must've figured out how to get out of that office like about 56.34 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now it comes in and out every 18 hours or so, but it's been winding down the clock ever since the beam broke. So it, it has like a little broom. So it just cleans up mm-hmm. and it's got a bunch of attachments. Okay. It looks up at you, but it can't talk. I, I want to, if, since I've started seeing this and I'm mm-hmm. really as bored as a robot can be, I want to try and experiment on it. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, see if I can have it. So it's outside the glass. I can watch it outside just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there is a, I try and give it commands to get the control panel open or to, to un- unlock the control panel. I, I don't know if it'll work, but it's something I've been messing with. Okay. The, uh, the, the transition chamber is, uh, not only shielded with concrete and glass, but, uh, an energy shield kind of thing mm-hmm. that stays on as long as there's, uh, a steady output of atoms from the power core, which they're, have been forever okay so so you're saying that it's it's impossible no it's not impossible you just have to think of a way to do it and in the last 57 years the you've done it a few times but it it always forgets the next time (laughs) and it never succeeds at doing exactly what you want it to do Mm, okay and it can't talk so it doesn't you don't it's really hard to communicate with so it has a broom attached to it and there's, there's shielding on the, it, it can't get into the room to unlock the room that I'm in. Right. Cause there's like a, a separate room between us, but I can see him through no, the other window. You're, no. you're the room between the control room and the power core chamber. Oh, okay. So I have to, I have to shut off the power core to get that, to get this door open. Oh, you're not allowed to do that. The minute you even think it, your programming is like, what? Stop it. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that I can do. So yeah, this isn't going to (laughs) work. I mean, you could try Morse code. You could try, um, you've tried everything. So you've kind of forgotten which one worked (laughs) and it, it's not even consistent. This thing is very mercurial. Well, I, I have to be able to, what sensors does it have? Does it have voice sensors? Does it have? It has all of them. Light sensors. It just okay. depends on how effective they are that day. Okay. You suspect he can't have them on all, all at the same time because he doesn't have enough energy. If he can hear me and he's, well, if I said something and he stopped, that means he can hear me. So mm, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to try and have him open, open the door in, in the way that, <laughs> that, that I know that it, that it works. Okay, so you have to do this by talking. Yeah. You can't do machine language. Like, whatever that is, it doesn't work with him anymore. So okay. you're going to have to roleplay this. <laughs> Artie, can you hear me? His wheel spins, and you realize he's he's flashing things on and off. Like, But just as his wheel spins, so you can see it. 
It looks like some kind of machine language. Is it one that I recognize? You're going to have to give me a, a flip. All right. So give me computers and presence. Okay. Um, I have one success. Would you like to use any drive or I'm going to give everybody three hero points this time. Okay. And a hero point is just gives me two extra flips. Yeah. You can use one per flip and you get two extra. All right. Yeah. I got one more success with that. Okay, cool. So, um, you're able to realize that it's, uh, it's fulcrum language QR 80 and, uh, but he's missing a whole bunch of bits. So it's hard to understand best. You can figure it is he's telling you he doesn't have enough energy to do another, you know, fucking around with the controls. He can't even reach both keys. So it's pointless. Hmm. When I get out, since you've been my friend this whole time, I will find you and I will, and I will help you. Uh, I'll get you powered up again, back to the way you were. He seems to understand what you're saying. He does the same old thing he's tried before, which is stretch out his grabbing arms to their full extension. And he's trying to grab the different keys with his hooks. And mm-hmm. like he gets one start to going, but then he bumps into the corpse's elbow and his claws come up on that side. It's a whole deal. And then he gets frustrated and leaves or starts to go anyway. And let's go back to the group. You get to the bottom of the stairs, everyone. Um, and Louie, you're, you're seeing around the corner. There's just this endlessly long hallway. Some, someone just rushed up to me with a big gun. Who was that? Who rushed up to you with a big gun? I flew over him. Yeah, it was after that. The three of us were up front, and you said someone ran up to me. Wasn't it Seraph? Oh, Seraph Seraph grabbed a a bunch of uh, cool gear, like a weapon harness. Oh, okay. I didn't know what was going on with that. I thought that was like something. She's like like huffing and puffing, and she she points down this hallway. It's got to be like... um, so if the dam say is like 400 feet long at the widest point, this hallway is about like 350, and so it goes even beyond the divider that you were near to whatever and then halfway down it, so about 200 or about 175 feet, which I guess is like half a football field almost or more. And the white lights start to flash and you see red lights off to the right and Seraph is like stairs Go, go, go. So I see red lights flashing. Is that like like a cop light kind of thing? Like, is this familiar in any way? Uh, Yeah, you get a little flashback to uh, when you were in the dam before. When you went through the hatch with with Dr. Jones, you saw um, that same red light down a similar hallway like this. And it was to a staircase, but at the top of the staircase, Dr. Jones did this weird thing and uh, you got really sick and then you fell through this doorway into New York. Damn. So you think there's a staircase over there and Seraph says the same thing. Alexa, you're up. Shauna is up. Uh, Lupe is dragging or no. (laughs) Alexa has Ischel's corpse. Um, Seraph sets, uh, or oh, Seraph gave up on Mr. X. So 
who's the weak link? I guess it's everybody can run. So um, do y'all want to run to the top of the stairs there? Dude, you're not going to get me to stop running. I'm scared <laughs> as shit right now. I don't know Hell why yeah. I did what I did. Okay, okay. Yeah, now that now that Magnus is kind of back, mostly awake, he's kind of, yeah, he's trying to just keep up and make sure, is it, um, he must be back still with Lupe, right? Yes. Yeah, so he's kind of making sure that she's keeping up. Okay, that's awesome. So yeah, she's limping a little bit, and you're helping her uh, carry along, like she's wincing and shit. You see tears all down her face. Um, you get to the top of the stairs, the white lights are still flashing, and then the bomb goes off that uh homeboy threw. Um or no, it as you're halfway towards the stairs, the grenade goes off, and uh and then you hear right as you get to the top of the stairs, like a th- series of thunderous explosions where your charges went off. And the white lights go out immediately, and the whole the, all the stone and shit that you're that you're near is starting to shake and rumble. And Louis, you get to the top of the stairs, and the red lights have now come on, like about three down the stairs, like almost like there's a motion sensor, and they're just on. They're not slowly flashing anymore. Ooh, they're primed. I know it. Yeah, Magnus is still kind of like groggy. You know, like when you. When you wake up and then you fall asleep again and you have one of those weird intense dreams and it takes you like a solid like 20 minutes to totally come back to, you know, being a human. He's still kind of, you know, shaking that off. So he's just sort of following. Uh, So you guys get to the top of stairs, you start going down the stairs and and as you go, the, the red lights, three above you and three behind stay on. And as you're getting to the point where you won't be able to see the area that you came from anymore, the rumble just goes to 11 and you hear everything in the dam just being destroyed. And, and then you see all this dust come out of there and obscure the red light at the top of the stairs. And just a little bit of it gets down and makes you like kind of sneezy or coffee. And uh, you're still going, Alexa carrying the body. And then all of a sudden, Seraph kind of catches her giddy up and like turns and goes against the wall and sort of slows her way down and kind of stumbly. And then she looks up, sees all of you, and then just sits down on the step and like holds her hands up like what is going on that kind of wakes magnus up he goes over kind of to to check on her like seraph what what's wrong are you were you injured shauna uh pats alexa on the ankle and then runs back uh up to join magnus and seraph it's like they have completely it's like she has completely changed her face has like drained of of uh pallor like her eyes are baggy uh she looks I'll, I'll i'll float the corpse up and set it down somewhere nicely okay that's really cool so she's just sitting up like she's just having a day although a little 
rigor is set in a little bit, so it's <laughs> kind of an odd angle. Weekend, it's chill. It's chill. Lupe pats her sister on the leg and comes over, and so you're all looking down at at Seraph, and then she screams, and the lights go out. Ooh. You're in pitch darkness. That doesn't affect uh, Alexa's eyesight. She can immediately see everything. Does her eyesight look different when it's pitch black out? No, because she has two dark vision for being drow. So it doesn't turn like bluish or greenish or anything? Well, her eyes are normally red, so... Um... Oh, I meant the way she perceives color. I just thought that'd be fun to know if it yeah. affects color or anything. Magnus, uh, dark vision? Uh, no, but he, um, yeah, he kind of instinctually um, summons. I'm figuring. I'm picturing kind of just like a like a ball of light in his hand. You know, like the light kind of like gathers in, like like, and then he sort of like tosses it up towards the ceiling. Like imagine like, you know, he kind of gathers a ball of light in his hand and then just like lightly tosses it up. So it lights the the scene around them. Nice. Can you make more than one? Uh, Yeah. Okay, cool. So you could make three or four because the ceiling is pretty low and it's going down because it's a staircase. Yeah. If you had three or four, you could kind of cover everyone. Hey, yeah, so. hey, Louis screams a lot before you get a, a lot of this. Happen. Hey, I want to let you know, I I scream when the lights shut off. Ah! I scream when you shoot a ball of light out of your hands. Ah! The second time you do it, I just say, oh, ah, ah, ah. and I see what you're doing. And it's, it's, I uh, my my nerves are all a mess during during this. But uh, you can carry Magnus, on now. Magnus kind of shoots him a vaguely judgmental look, like really. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not that serious. But then he turns back to Seraph and is kind of checking, just seeing how she is, like checking if she's wounded. You know, doing like the. You know, like the doctor thing where they're like checking for wounds, you know, like, mm. you know, going along mm. her body. And Steve, what about you? What's Alexa doing while Magnus ministers to Seraph? Probably hitting the mute button on Louie. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay. Cool. Um, Louie is immune to your power. Oh, that's right. That's right. Never mind. I, I would have remembered that. And you already knew that, I guess. So, yeah, you can do something else. Yeah. <laughs> you could ask him nicely. <laughs> that would be a twist. How about I just say, calm down. Calm down. It's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Louis, how freaked out are you about all this stuff, really? Like, do you think we should do a flip for fear check or something? Uh, I mean, I don't think we need to. Louis is 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 scared uh, of of all this stuff that's happening. He doesn't really understand he did uh, why he did what he did, and that's one of the more scarier parts of it. He's like, why why did I try shooting all these vampires? Why did I uh, uh, help all of these chumps? 
Why am I going through all of this? This is very weird. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. That's what he's thinking about. That's great. I, I would be saying all this floating above him. Okay. That's weird. Okay. Weird flex. Alexa. <laughs> weird flex. Alexa. Um, yeah. I look up and make a gagging face. Ugh, and I look back down. <laughs> Uh, Magnus, you are ministering to Seraph, and uh, do you want to do a flip, like a medicine check or magic or anything, um, or are you just going to talk? Yeah, I feel like like his um, as he's sort of checking to see if she's wounded, like his hands are glowing a little bit, like he's he's doing kind of a yeah, like a a magical medical scan sort of thing. Okay, uh, have you seen people that have never seen magic before, like how they react? Uh, yeah, like he's, he's used to kind of hiding his, his magicalness around regular humans. So here's the deal. Hands glowing, friendly face, light balls erupting, you know, pretty or whatever. Uh, uh, who else? Are you talking Um, about me? Uh, Louie. Are you calling me pretty? Uh, who else who else uh shauna is shauna is cool but she's fierce and kind of scary um but she immediately recognizes what's happening which is that this person has never seen sorcery or at least has only seen it once or twice and she comes up and like just kind of holds up her hand sort of sideways and gives her a look like like we're in this together kind of thing um, I do want to have uh, uh, Shadwick uh, take a uh, look around. Mm, that's good. That's good. Look around the area or look around Seraph? The area. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Magnus, how are you How are you ministering to Seraph here? What are you doing? He's really just like, because he doesn't know if she's been wounded or what's going on. But, yeah, he's kind of just like... I know, kind of like hovering, I'm picturing like kind of hovering his hands over, you know, like going along her arms, like chest and along her sides, like trying to figure out if she's wounded. And yeah, his hands, like just like a couple inches above her body and his hands are glowing very slightly. Do you have like a biology sense or is it more like a spiritual detection? I think it's kind of a combination of biology and magic. So it's cool. Yeah, it's like So which one's higher? Definitely my magic. Okay, cool. So we'll do magic and um wit. And pl- uh are you injured? I can't I think you're not I think yeah, you're I th- injured but not unconscious. Yeah. I think that's right. Okay, let's see. I got Four successes, one of which was the Queen of Hearts. Oh, my goodness. So that would be nine successes. Wait, that's too many. Is it? Because well, it, that... it counts for one itself plus the stat. Oh, okay, right? eight successes. Eight successes. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. I'm extremely oh charming. God. Oh my God. All right. You can tell immediately that this 
isn't Seraph. The same body that she was occupying, kind of um, kind of a cross between Janine and something else, um, like paler in places and but just as like badass and hardcore and and uh focused and this person is just a shell of a person just terrified shocked um but you find that as you sense through them your positive energy and shauna's like concern and everything brings her out of her uh shock and awe and she just goes where am i he kind of he stops with with the magic and he kind of you know he looks her right in the eye he kind of gets he's down on her level you know he's like hey hey look at me look at me it's it's okay it's it's gonna be okay take a deep breath you know just just look at me he's trying to just kind of you know doing that like you know when someone's having a panic attack and mm-hmm, you're just trying mm-hmm. to focus them on you know so that's going on we're gonna cut back to Crandall. Uh, or I guess nameless robot here, Adam. Uh, what are you doing uh, right before you hear a massive noise? Um, I think that I am uh, just running a diagnostics check on myself to make sure that everything is still in line. Um, I do this every few hours because you know what else is there to do? Yeah, so as soon as the little robot already goes out the door, you start doing diagnostics. And then you hear a massive explosion coming from the south, southwest. And uh, you can roll like a computer check to do a lot of investigation. Or I could just tell you what you know most basically is that's the direction of the turbines that run the dam and, and make the power and all that. Well, that's new. I'm, I'm very interested in this because it's something new happening mm-hmm. and it's been a long time since something mm-hmm. new happened. So I'm going to uh, focus all my energy on, you know, just listening for that sound or listening for anything. Cool. And I will wait patiently. Okay. What, what should it have been noticing? I guess investigation. Um, and what is higher for you? Wit or presence? Uh, wit. Okay, so yeah, give me wit, investigation, uh, plus one because you're uninjured. Okay, uh, just one success. Oh, do you want to use any drive or a hero point? Wait, which queen was the good one? The queen of hearts. Oh, that's the one I got. Oh, sweet. So that's an extra one. So you got two successes. Yeah, as that, best you can figure. Uh, seven. Uh, well, there's one explosion, and then briefly after that, there was a quick succession of six larger explosions, and it must have been at critical points in the infrastructure because, oh, I forgot. First, you hear the glass tumbling. There was shooting. There was people coming down, and their feet falls landing. There was mm. a firefight or something. You, so you, it was kind of like you're waking up out of a dream, and you hear some noises. You haven't quite analyzed what it is yet. And then this massive series of bombs goes off, and you're pretty sure by studying the the sound waves or whatever that that might even cripple the entire dam and send it off the canyon. Mm. That sounds bad. Um, is there a way that I can make like a, an announcement or like, uh, can I use, is there any sort of audio thing, like a microphone in where I'm at to 
speak to anyone in the building. This is wild. You could uh, put your hands and maybe even your forehead, I'm not sure, against the glass and use it as a um, kind of a speaker to some movement or whatever. Maybe you could Morse code it or something. And then mm-hmm. that would go through the door and down the hallways. And, um, but you have no way of electronically, unless you want to work with the pad. And, and well, I'm wondering, can I, um, can I alter my own volume to make it louder? Yes, you can burn a ton of energy off your power cell to make that noise that robots make when they die. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was hoping just to like increase my voice volume, but... You can, uh, you can, and, and yeah. that'll be okay. But if you yeah, want to like the noise tell... that robots make when they die, <laughs> it's just real loud. That you know that one old noise that all robots make when they're about to die—that's loud as hell. Yeah, everyone knows that. Well, he's a robot. Of course, he knows that. All yeah, the I know dead. that. <laughs> so, if you wanted to send your voice to the entire facility. That mm. is what you would have to do. If just down a hallway or two, yeah, just your I, I basically volume. just want to yell. I yell as loud as I can to let people know that I'm here. Cool. Yes. So, what do you want to yell? Uh, the the power core is here. If the dam is in danger, please come and uh, make sure it's it does not overheat or melt down or explode. And also, I'm here. I'm I've been here a long time. Can the, uh, can the hallway crew hear this? So you're going to do a flip for me. You're going to do a, uh, uh, I everybody? guess. It's, yes, everybody. It's either wit investigation or wit and telepathy. And add one card if you're uninjured. And I will flip for Lupe and, and Seraph and Shauna. Oh, my telepathy is so good. Three successes out of six. Cool. Shauna got a joker and two successes. And who else is there? Seraph? Is Seraph even here? Well, whatever happened to Seraph, they still have ears, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> There's no way to know for sure if anyone has ears. I got two successes. All right, uh, Alexa and Lupe seem to hear the noise first, and um, Alexa, it's less like you're hearing it and more like you're catching like the resonant frequencies of a person telling you to come to them for safety. But it's a weird okay. person. It's an odd, strange person. Um, define odd. Just off, you know, like more analytical. Can I trace the source? Mm-hmm. It's straight ahead and maybe a little to the left. But down a long way. Follow the yellow line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will find me. I'll tell the crew, uh, I sense a presence down this way to the left. Lupe shouts, um, someone is down there. They're telling us to come to them. Maybe it knows how to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you guys are still h- hustling down. Um, 
Oh, actually, you had set down the corpse. So uh, Lupe looks at her and looks at Alexa, and you realize she's like thinking of leaving her here. I'm going to let her flip and try to hold her shit together. We can try to come back for her later. Okay, yeah. So that passes between your eyes briefly. Um, and she starts to leave, but then she runs back to the body and starts looking through her stuff and crying and stuff. Uh, someone please, tweet. I think we need to figure out whoever's down the hall because they can help us get out of the building that's blowing up or falling down. It's a dam, right? Going to be underwater? Can we go? Shauna runs to Lupe's side and she says, Louis, anyone, get there as quickly as you can, but beware. It, there may be sorcery or even sword canes about. Wait. I will take care of these, these three. There's three of them. You mean well, sentient sword canes or maybe like people with sword canes? Uh, she gives you like an eyebrow kind of head wiggle, like, yes, sort of a vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, your move. Are you going to rush ahead like Shauna suggests? Um, sure, but I'm flying. You're flying. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I am. I figured this is the best way to get out of here. Okay. I tug on Magnus's, uh, collar and say we need your beef come with <laughs> sweet so what does that mean um, we need your beef you know like we need your your tankiness your 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 strength your magnitude your meganess magnus is surprisingly beefy under his fancy clothes so <laughs> acceptable yeah Fit. so magnus kind of leaves the Seraph person, he mentions just um, he kind of gestures to Shauna, stay with her. She'll she'll look out for you. There's someone down this way who might know how to get out of here. We can get uh, all these people out, including us. Yes, we gotta go. Louis, you have proven what? yourself not only a capable ally, who, but a proud leader. Louis, you should lead them. I find this speaker. I will be uh, right behind you. I, I, okay. I literally cannot do it if you don't let me do it. Okay, I'm going to go now to go do it, and I run. I, I, I get the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, Magnus. Magnus follows, and he's kind of frowning, like he's he's almost putting something together, like he's like trying to remember, like trying to remember a dream, you know, like something's familiar here, but he hasn't quite placed it, so he's a little distracted. Mm-hmm. Did anyone see Seraph shift bodies? Like in the past? Yeah, as you were coming through Mrs. Keneally's apartment into the... I remember something about the person that she took over came back. Okay, so Alexa realizes... Alexa and Shauna just see you guys after missing you for a while and alexa realizes instantly that um that seraph must have generated another body as they came through the door and this is it and then shifted somewhere else and that person maybe is now in her body 
spiritually or, or something. And they're clearly uh, uh, deeply traumatized, like for a while. Is this something, I mean, retroactively, is this something I could have uh, um, done, uh, gone in telepathically and brought her out of her stupor? Yeah, these are just what you're getting as you decide whether to go forward or stay. And I guess, Louie, if you wanted to probe anyone, now would be the time. Could you repeat that back to me? You have telepathy. Do you want to use it on anyone? Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it to like go forward to see where we're going. I heard that there's someone in front of us, you know, and I'm assuming they might know the way out of here. So I'm just gonna kind of project telepathy forward to see if there's anything. You're gonna try to make a link with this person. Yeah, but of course we're running that way too. Everyone's mm-hmm. going that way on their foot. So give me telepathy and presence, uh, plus one if you're uninjured, but minus one because you're running. And make that flip. I got one success, but yeah, I'm going to spend a hero point to get two more draws. Cool. I got one more success. Okay, so um, it's got to be like a quarter mile away, maybe farther. But you get just the brushing. It's almost like if you could touch somebody's fingers just ever so slightly, but like, mm, but like, no, you know, I like to, but like 1500 <laughs> feet away, like down into the, uh, like I, like I got to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just straight along the main corridor and, uh, you make contact Crandall. Yes. Here's an interesting development. A voice or a consciousness, something, something, it might be human. You, you've never had this kind of communication. It's, it's, it's kind of overloading your circuits a little bit. It's a little strange. Give me a intelligence survival flip. Good luck. <laughs> I got one success and a joker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does anybody want to use their anti-boner? Who has it right now? Gosh. I think it might have been Sarah if he's not here. Oh, that's right. So uh, let's give it to... I'm just going to roll. Uh, there's four of you. I'll, I'll split a D8. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's Adam. Adam, you have the anti boner. <laughs> I think it's more fun if I don't use it. So we're gonna. Go <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I like the way you work. Do you want to add any drive or a hero point to it? Um, no, no. I just want to see what happens, <laughs> dude. Your systems. I mean, you're in the middle of a diagnostic check, and you're connected to this fucked up data pad, and uh, uh, or you just connected to it. Maybe you disengaged. Um, what's funnier? I don't know. I think it's more fun if I'm interrupted during a diagnostics check and just like have to reboot or something. Yeah. And what I, what I'm projecting out is, do you know how to get the hell out of here? So yeah, this voice, this thing that you're trying to process, it feels human and your brain is just goes into complete shutdown as your CPUs like overclock and your fans come on and they're a little dusty. It's like a whole network of problems. 
Uh, so it's like every system in a, in a thing going off at the same time and you just <laughs> get all loose and floppy. I'm imagining it's like making the old um, dial up internet sound as well. Crandall, you have a vision. Which you haven't had many of. It's like a dream, but you're still awake. I don't have those very often. You see these. Uh, let's see how many are there. There's like five or six white lights coming through. You think it's a forest, but it's pitch black. And they're coming forward. And then you hear all these horrible screams. And they, you think they're all your colleagues that what they must have sounded like as they were dying. And, and then a, a weird tinny sound that you feel like is the noise you're going to make when you die. And then you see yourself in the transition chamber and the white door is open and you're free to exit. Well, I'm leaving. Cool. That's all I've been waiting for. You step through the threshold and you feel this like powerful thrumming all through your body. And it's like you're having these feelings like a person has described, but you've never had these feelings. And then you look over to your left and you see the corpse with like, it's all, it's all ancient, you know, it's dried and desiccated or whatever, but it's starting to like become less decomposed until you see like maggots swirling in its body and then it goes <gasps> and it looks up at you and its arms sort of float up like they don't have gravity. How do you react to this if you had human emotions? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, hmm. And you're just now having them for the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's a lot of things all at once. Uh, the first thing I would feel is confusion as to what all these new things are. And I would be startled by the fact that the dead body is moving because that doesn't happen. At least it shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And then uh, more, more just a curiosity as to what, what's supposed to happen next. It's mouth opens and it says, Crandall, we need you. We're dying. And then he, he kind of reaches over with his right hand and puts it on the key and he like shakes his head for you to sit and turn the other one. Okay. Okay. You see, it feels like you have no gravity as you come down and you like plop down on the chair. If it, if it were real life, you feel like you would have broken the chair. You're too heavy. And you hear all these wailing screams of the long dead coalescing together into like one endless warbling death cry. Hmm. Well, I'm definitely turning the key. Give me a present survival flip. Oh boy. I have two cards and one success out of those two cards. So that's exciting. Do you want to use any drive or a hero point? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to use a hero point and one more success. Guys, this is like a mini game where he gets to find out how much damage he's taking. <laughs> okay. Like a quick time event. Mm hmm. Press F to pay respects. 
Well, I mean, I, I got two successes. I don't know. Oh, that's great. You just take one damage to your health. One damage. That's what so many. What is your brawn? My brawn is four. Oh, shit. I have 12 health. You don't have to worry about this at all. You have 12 health. Yeah. Yeah. You snap awake. uh, Your head's kind of wobbled. It's like leaning on the... It's leaning on the the glass. And you find that you're still shouting out your your same... It's almost like a recorded Mm. SOS thing. And you remember, there was some terrible monster that was eating all your colleagues there at the end. That screamed a lot. I remember that. SOS. Oh, I should warn them. Uh, anyone who's coming here now, um, watch out for the tentacle monster if it's still there. I'm not sure if it is, but just look out for it. I like how calmly you're saying this. You notice that the red light up at the top of the terminal room is on, and the one through the and the one through the door is on, but you get the feeling from your what you can hear that all the red lights the backup you know emergency lights are off all the way down the length of the corridor and everywhere else alexa yeah louis yes magnus present and accounted for what's going on so we're 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 running towards the um where we heard the voice, right? Yeah, you're yeah. just running down this yeah. endless Magnus, set of stairs. Um, when they started, he, um, and I'm not going to try to snap on Mike because I can't snap well, but he snapped <laughs> and one of the lights that he had summoned uh, follows them as they're running. Oh, cool. Is it ahead of you or between you or behind you? Um, I think it's kind of... Like centered, like who, like wherever the middle of the group is, it's kind of keeping pace. So everyone's sort of getting the light. It could just be the two of you because Alexa has dark vision. She could be point and go out ahead if she wanted. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Louie? Give any orders? Uh, I just instinctually usher the people who are right behind me in front of me and, and I go last. Hmm. <laughs> Cool. I think Ka's going to decide this one, and I'm going to take the credit for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Where is Shadwell? Uh, Shadwell's already at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, you could send him on further. It's still pitch black. Uh, you're starting to hear an odd sound. It might be a machine. You're not sure. Uh, have him uh, go towards the source of the presence and sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's headed that way, uh, pitch black hallway. How far is his vision? Uh, same as mine, which is 600 feet. That's insane. <laughs> all right. Uh, it could see so far. It's like it takes all of the fun out of all this fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so you can see past there's like a few doors and like a, 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 another hallway goes off to the left and it keeps going for it must be like maybe a mile. You're not. I mean, that's just a guess like but about fifteen hundred feet down is the hallway to the left and then another five hundred is another hallway to the left and then it just keeps going. And as it gets to the second hall, there's all these like painted arrows and words and such 
and it's like um, what did I call what it? What language is it in? It's in these big, tall letters. Uh, it looks very similar to block letters in English. Okay. It's not Comic Sans, is it? <laughs> uh, this yellow arrow line goes up over the ceiling and then uh, over to the side of one wall and then goes forward like along the railing halfway up the wall. And it says, I gave it some fucking name. Do you remember it, Crandall? Uh a reactor the core name for this like hallway it was reactor core or something i don't remember what yeah yeah reactor core and it and it uh it turns into a red line as it crosses the wall and connects with another one uh and the red line says uh end of the line okay Dang, that's pretty certain huh a special project of the Trap Society and Colossus Media Group. Our theme song is Morgana Rides by Kevin McLeod. You can find his music at incompetech.com. Send us an email at warforthetower at gmail.com. Stay weird, everybody. I mean, he has a lot of money. Yeah, and he gets it by getting people to pay him for stuff. Yeah. Well, it's I like when Lance from NSYNC almost went to space. I mean, I say we seize the means of production. Like, it's 2020. Everyone should have a chance to nut in space. Yeah, and everyone should have a chance to seize Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, you can, you're allowed to build your own spaceship. Ain't no rules against that. True. We've all, you know, we've all got nothing but time. We've all seen people on YouTube make their own spaceship, okay? (laughs) We know we can. Well, it's like in, um, oh gosh, there's one of those old, like, H.G. Wells era stories where someone builds, like, the shittiest little spaceship and it actually works. Yeah. Is it? Oh wait, was it C.S. Lewis? Was it the Out of the Silent Planet books? I remember there was. I just remember reading like, reading this old sci-fi story. I'm just like that. That's you're just going to space in a trash can, and it worked. Wow. What if we build a really big trebuchet? I was so sure that like the second he got back would be right as I was saying that everyone deserves a chance to nut in space because that's my luck. Mm. (laughs) I'm definitely one of those people that, you know, it's the second that the room gets quiet, that's when I'm saying the worst possible thing. The second the room gets quiet is when you want to, you know, nut in space. Oh, somebody's got a siren. Oh, yeah, that's me. Stop doing crimes. I can't help myself. <laughs> when I think about no, you, I mean, I, I'm, no. I'm bored out of my mind. I gotta do something, you know? <laughs> yeah, crime's up there. Crime's okay during quarantine. I mean, how is a policeman gonna arrest you? He has to stay six feet away. You're asking uh, all the right questions. Life hack. <laughs> <laughs> All crimes legal now. <laughs> no, it's, it's impossible to be arrested. 
Yeah, but all crime is is still cool. I guess you could be arrested by like a cowboy policeman if he had a lasso, because then he could like arrest you from safe social distancing. Um, Maybe it's time for robot police. Yes, finally, like in Robocop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess that's it, everybody. I'm going to go back to Crandall, but before we do, let's uh, let's give our uh, our internet handles or whatever how people could find us. Hey, what's up? I... You can find me, John, on Twitter sometimes at Honor Him V8. H O N O U R H I M V eight. I am on Facebook under Stephen Matthews with a V and one T in Champaign, Illinois. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Myth Myth Taken as in M Y T H underscore I D on Twitter. Or yeah, that's that's mostly where I am. That connects to anything else. So yeah, look me up. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mad Olaf, M-A-D-O-L-A-F, uh, and then Discord with the same name. Badass. And you can find us on the internet, warforthetower.com. I'm trying to get up the energy to put all the episodes in a blog role because our host uh, doesn't ha- doesn't make websites like Libsyn does. Anyway, it's boring, but go to warforthetower.com. You can find us there. We're also on Facebook. You can join the group. Uh, it's called the War for the Tower Character Club. Uh, so head to that and, and check in with us. Um, or maybe it's the Dark Tower Character Club. <laughs> I think I made it before I thought up the title. Uh, we, also have a Discord. we also have a Discord, so you can reach us that way. Um, on Twitter, I'm at El Jefe Tacoma. Uh, all of us also have other cool podcast projects, so um, maybe I could put it in the show notes if anybody wants to send me their stuff. Um, <laughs> It's a yeah. shooting or shot. Hell yeah. That, mm, wow. I don't like that phrasing. Um, <laughs> Are we still doing I, phrasing? I also don't like that you guys abandoned Shauna and Seraph and Lupe. Like, that's kind of a bummer. We didn't um, abandon them. That we'll, won't we'll come go back. back to haunt you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're just slow and I can't carry that many people. <laughs> yeah. Adam, thanks again for joining us. Um, Goodbye to everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, hold on. My robot is uh has activated. Give me just a second. I'll be right back. Beep, 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 beep. I'm the robot. <laughs> is a robot code for kid? <laughs> or dog? Maybe he's got a robot kid. It's 2020. Oh, oh my god. Possible. Oh my god. I don't fine. think that's ever been done. In the War for the Tower, I mean, in the Dark Tower universe. What, what happened? Uh, we weren't sure what your robot meant. Like, was it your kid or your dog or your partner oh. or your <laughs> penis? I guess we didn't say that. I just said that. Oh, we have a, a Roomba and it turns on around now, but it actually oh didn't my God. turn on yet. It was just it a It was a literal outside. robot. Yeah, my robot. We call her Junior. Oh, my God. Crandall, guess what you're going to find? <laughs> have you ever taped a knife to your Roomba? No, that's dangerous. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's the point. Hey, Crandall. Yes. Here's the deal. No knife on the Roomba, okay? That's the deal. <laughs>
and then I will export it. You guys can bullshit while I'm doing this. I'm cleaning up lizard poop. <laughs> I'm just thinking of what I should ask a robot. And then she screams. And the lights go out. Ooh. Well, that means nothing for I me. I just took a huge sip of coffee right in the microphone. Ah! Say sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, rip it. <sighs> coffee and uh, role-playing games uh, is, is a really nice Sunday morning. So. It's so good. Now I'm going to... What's that, Steve? I said I much prefer my bowl to coffee. Uh, I do nah, both. dude. Yeah, I do both, too. It's the Seattle way. <laughs> Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> I love that the Chicago way is is amping a fight up to 11, and the Seattle way is just smoking more weed. Yeah, smoking more weed and drinking more coffee. The Seattle you got to get the perfect balance. You know, mm-hmm, you like mm-hmm, if you go too mm-hmm. far up, that's bad. If you go too far down, that's bad. You got to gotta ride that ride that middle ground yeah, yeah. sip it and grip it a coffee mug for sale on facebook that was a coffee mug and a pipe with a bowl on it and you didn't That's get it why weird <laughs> we had different reactions to that and also like not to brag but i have two vapes one for fun and one for business yeah. For business and one for pleasure. Yeah, business and pleasure. It's important, you know. Clearly, you're using humor to lower the tension because you got spooked. Oh, yeah. I'm going to run and grab something. I'll be right back. Get. We're going to get back into the spook energy. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Oh, yeah. I'm very spooked. I'm extremely I, spooked right now. I feel like I broke the whole no, thing as soon as high. I sipped into the the coffee. It was just, <laughs> it was going, it was going, it was going, and then slurp. No, and it's then okay for, it's our commercial break. Well, and and then also I called myself out on it, and then we were totally screwed from there. But yeah, because I didn't even hear the slurp. I didn't either. Oh, geez, I better just. <laughs> the slurp is nothing but rumor at this point. Okay, well, I'm going to do it again, and let's see if, if it okay. comes through. Here yeah, it goes. Grip it and rip it. Now that anything? one I heard. Anything? That was good. That was really good. Here, okay, let, me see if can, I can, let me see if I can get one. I was going to say, can that be my text tone? <laughs> text message. All right, Andre. Ooh, okay, that one kind of sounded like uh, like a drain. Thank you. Yeah. Hey guys, you ready? Yeah, dude. We've been slurping. How about Adam? <laughs> oh, I, I've been ready the whole time. He's been here, right here slurping with us. He's been slurping with us since the beginning, Jeff. Let's do this. <laughs> dude, that's mid-world energy. Always be ready. The mid-world slurp. I thought you were going to say always be slurping. Cool. <laughs> Yikes. A always. B, B. S slurping. Let's do it, man. I mean, that is kind of Stephen Kingy, if you think about it. Like, just pick some weird thing and just keep doing it. It's big slurp energy. 
you know, if you tell a joke enough times, eventually someone will laugh. It's true. <laughs> That's my theory. That's my theory of jokes. Quantity over quality. Google I'm a horsey sketch. It's all the evidence you'll ever need. There was this crazy movie I saw. I've never heard of it before. It's called Lord of the Lord of the Rings. And (laughs) (laughs) it was on, it was on the other night and it was, uh, it was like this, uh, guy who had a horse and he, he was Magneto. Uh, but we'll talk about that movie later. Jeff, what you got for us? I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, that that is right. Oh, you mean the actor that portrayed Gandalf also portrayed Magneto in the popular X-Men yeah. film. No, no, no. Magneto was in Lord of the Rings. Uh, you know, it's a little known fact. Tolkien actually invented the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Him and C.S. Lewis were like the Thank precursor you. to modern comics. This is 100% true. Yeah. My mind is blown right now. Stan Lee was like just lying the whole time. Kirby. Yeah, yeah. Kirby was making that shit up. I hope they got paid. Yeah, everything everything comes cuz see if you read you have to read the appendices in Lord of the Rings and that's that's where all this stuff is. You know, it's not in the main wow. text, but if you really like do a deep dive and get into like the eighth appendix, like Oh my god, you know, if we have time after this, um we should Let's talk about it. which characters in Lord of the Rings are which X-Men reincarnated or vice versa. We should do that later. <laughs> no, same. I somehow always forget that this is a card based game. Yeah. You're like, all right, I've got three sets of dice. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I brought dice to brought dice to a gunfight. Was it a kind of dream where Magnus was like dreaming about like everyone on the adventure and they were all naked, but they were all on like a, like an an Island and one had like a rabbit face instead. (laughs) No, it was no, just me. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I mean, Magnus is always happy to dream about his teammates naked, but um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I didn't take notes of that episode. Do you guys? So, how about you guys tell me what happened? The last thing you remember. Let's start with Steve. I remember nothing. <laughs> this is a depressing topic. I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> oh God. Special thanks to Kevin Cole, the maker of Space Kings, for letting us use the Space Kings system to to make this show. It's pretty cool. Space Kings.